As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Fuck you. All right. It is 7.54 a.m. You know, it is President's Day. Normally, I don't work on the holidays because I'm just like the fucking government. I don't give a fuck about the day. I want to enjoy the day. But you know what? I have a special guest i like to bring on. And with that guest, you know, that's why I'm on. That's the purpose. That's the reason. That's why I break what I do on my days off, because you know what? Work is sometimes important. But before we get into that, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to thank John Anderson's Thrive Body Transformation Program. Look, if you're trying to lose weight, feel great, get in shape, you're trying to get your life right. Look, learn how to eat, Learn how to train, learn what to eat, how to eat, how to cook it, how to prepare it. When there are so many different aspects in your life that you can do to change your weight, control your life, and just maintain a healthy life through John Anderson's Thrive. You don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to be this super athletic or knowledgeable person of of losing weight. You guess what? You're going to get taught step by step with John Anderson's Thrive Body Transformation Program. Look, just reach out to them, and trust me, it will change your life. That is Deep Water Motivation Thrive Body Transformation Program with John Anderson. The link is in the notes. Just mention the Angry Dad, and he'll take care of you. Sundays, take back your lawn. Look, you want your lawn to be luscious. I'm talking about thick, green, the envy of the yard. Get yourself hooked the fuck up with Sundays. Take back your Sundays. Get your lawn fucking right. They use the internet. They use satellites. They use all that crazy shit to figure out what kind of lawn you have, what kind of grass you got, the weather, all that bullshit, and then send you a customized kit through Sundays. Get hooked the fuck up with Angry Dad at checkout. Use the link in the notes, and you know what? Get hooked the fuck up. Also, two official. I'm wearing an official hat. Official is a hip hop inspired street brand coming straight out of Tucson, Arizona. Brought to you by the homie casual. And you get 25% off your first order at official.com. Use code angrydad at checkout. That is 25% off your first order at official.com. Get hooked the fuck up. And here is my guest, Robbie. Hey, what's going on, man? How are you doing, brother? Look, uh, from one podcast producer to another, what the fuck's up? <laughs> man, life's been crazy, man. We, um, we, we, we started this podcast literally kind of last year, six, seven months ago. Um, and it's been slowly progressing, but kind of through that, through that process, we've met some of the most amazing people kind of, uh, that I, really I've ever brought into my life. And I've done a lot of stuff, man. Um, growing up, I'm one of those guys that's like, I'm never satisfied. I've always got to be moving forward, progressing and, and trying to just, you know, do something bigger, better every single time. And, um, through that process, I've probably met some of the coolest people in my life, um, that have inspired me to kind of just do uh, kind of what I'm doing now, which really isn't a lot, man. Like I'm nobody, you know, like Joe's nobody. We're even in the industry, we're not really kind of like these big name people by any means. We happen to know a lot of big name people. Um, but that's just by accident. That's just kind of through this process. But man, life's been going crazy, uh, really ever since kind of COVID. It's just kind of, it's, it, we, we kind of hit the ground running and, and haven't stopped. It's just nonstop. My poor wife, like, I don't even know if she sees me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Trust me. I, I, I know the same thing. 
you know, uh, you know, being a podcaster and even during COVID, a lot there's so many podcasts out there, so many people creating content, so many people throwing it out there. But the thing is, is high quality content counts. And sometimes you can tell when people slap shit together, but you can tell when people take the time to craft what they do. And that's what that's what really draws people to you. You know what I'm saying? High quality audio, high quality video. That 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 that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's the time and effort for for something you do that for most podcasters and even people listening out there you know, who listen to podcasts, they they clearly understand that because when you get someone who's choppy, mm, uh, don't know what they're doing, God, it really turns you off. Yeah, for sure, man. Like when we went into our podcast, and our podcast has has evolved even in the eight months that we started it. You know, originally it was going to be kind of this mid level. We just wanted to shine the light on a bunch of uh, of people in the gym, right? That's why it's called a Gym Life Podcast. It was just bringing bringing awareness to people that you know don't get the recognition that the big one percenters get, right? Because um, there's a lot of amazing people out in this country and even outside this country that are doing things that'll blow your absolute mind, but nobody's ever heard of them, right? So that was kind of our concept behind it. But from there, it's evolved actually into Gym Life Media, a full-blown media company now where we focus on content, we focus on live streams, we focus on the podcast. We're bringing in other podcasters, almost like a podcast network, if you will. Um, and it's just growing exponentially. And I think the key to that for us has been that from the beginning, from the very beginning, when Joe and I talked about this concept, I said, listen, content is key and it doesn't take a lot of time or money to really create good content most of this stuff is available to everybody out there for relatively inexpensive we have a small space it looks great on camera but i mean it's probably 10 by 12 right we painted it gray we threw some pictures up through a tv up a little soundproofing which you can get off, get off of amazon um we threw some vinyl or some uh uh whatever these things are canvas pictures and we threw some soundproofing behind those right just these little tips and tricks and then we literally record with probably the cheapest dslr camera possible it's like the sl3 from canon you can get it on amazon for like 300 bucks because they're six years old uh, but it records in 4k and it's all these tiny little things that like create something that people want to watch and we're still learning it dude like we still fuck it up i'm allowed to say fuck right yeah <laughs> No hold back on language on this fucking show. <laughs> Good, because I don't hold back at all. Joe, Joe, Joe and I a joke all the time that we have an f bomb counter on our podcast because I just—it's who I am, man. It's not—it's yeah. not a show. It's just—it's part of my language. So I grew up in like the oil field and construction and stuff. So this is how we talk, you know. Exactly. But um, it's 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 all little things that create this magic, right? I take pictures of our podcast room and post them up on our Instagram, you know, every once in a while, and go, you know, people don't want to see behind the magic because it ruins the magic I, and i say i think this is the magic right there's nothing to this most of this stuff we bought on amazon or wish.com and you know and it creates this environment and then and then it's just learning kind of you know sound and video like i still i i mess with my video settings and my sound settings consistently because i'm always learning something new from somebody else so it's just not being afraid to do that and like i said focusing on the content man like the other thing that we wanted to focus on largely in our in our media company was we're not chasing a competitor. We're trying to be the head of the spear. We're trying to do things differently. Um, we talked a little bit earlier about Zoom and different you know ways to broadcast. And because I, I hate Zoom, I hate and honestly, I don't even like doing these. I'd rather have everybody in my studio, but I can't do that. Right? Yeah. Uh, I can't afford to do that. So how do I create that environment as if everybody was in my studio and still get the same impact? You know, and that's kind of the things that we're always looking to do. So. Yeah, man, it's just been uh, it's been a learning process for sure, but we're having fun doing it. Oh yeah, no, and, and just like I said, back to so, see this wall behind me. I'm literally sitting at my kitchen table on on a on a mad computer recording this podcast. That's right. how like simplified that I've got it honed down to. Like when I first started doing my podcast, I was sitting in my car ranting and raving. And just in my car, you know what I'm saying? I literally had to use two phones, one that just recorded my video, the other one did the audio, so I can send them to two separate things. I just had I just had like two iPhones. One was an old one, the other one was just the one. I'm just, I'm just gonna record it when I get home, I can upload it through the internet. And that's how like simple I've done it. But the thing is, is I was always very conscious of like making sure that it at least looked decent and sound sure. decent, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But it, it, as a podcaster, it's just that's just how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, man. the evolution that you go through is just so it's so fun to watch because you go from video one to video now and you're like, 
leaps and bounds. Right. Leaps and bounds. And most of it, and most of it didn't cost anything. It was just learning something new. It was like, hey, if I put this cardboard background from Staples behind me, all of a sudden the video looks better. The lighting looks better, you know, things like that for sure. My first podcast I did on anchor.fm on my phone. I hit record. I was in a job site hanging drywall recording my podcast, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and that's how it starts. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just so funny. And then um, with your podcast, you know, highlighting the gym and highlighting the people. Because you know what? Every gym has like that one legend, that one person who's just like above and beyond, which is always so fucking crazy. Because, you know, uh, the gyms that I used to go to, I uh, I had a regular gym, like a 24-hour fitness used to be my gym. And 24-hour 20 hour fitness out here is a 24-hour gym. And um, there are shifts. Every gym has a shift. So you get the morning crew, you yeah. get the afternoon crew, and then you get the evening crew. But then you have the middle of the night crew. And I used to always transition from either the morning crew or the middle of the night crew. I never did the afternoons. I never did the evenings. But the reason I always did that is because I was trying to minimize the amount of people in the gym so I can just concentrate on my workout. But you would see these monsters roll in, throw 405 on the squat rack as a warm up. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And just fucking knock it out like it was nothing. You know what I'm saying? You sit, you sit there and you watch guys throw five plates on the bench and just, you know, just, just like it ain't shit. Yeah. And you know that that that's something that that always was like, God damn it! Like I've worked so hard to get myself up to the numbers that I've gotten up to. You know what I'm saying? Just to, just to be able to hit 405 for a 10 was like it took me years, right. years. I think I started working out in like consistently started working out. And two, I thought I think I started around 2009 when um, I made it like a full time job duty where I was like, no, I'm dedicated to this because I, at that moment in time, I wanted to get as big as I could, as large as I could. And I wanted to hit a stage. And literally from 2008, 2009 to 2016, that's all I did, like uh, three hours a day, two hours of cardio and then like. Just, you know, just working out like a fucking monster. And and I took the Dorian Yates approach where I was yeah. like, nope, heavy, fucking hard, shock the fucking muscles. And I grew myself pretty, pretty damn large. But the thing is, is you would still like I'd be the biggest guy in the gym because I stand at six, five and I was 300 pounds at that time, just peeled. But you, these fucking monsters would walk in and I'd just be like, fuck. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, how for the sure. fuck? Yeah, man, there's always one, like you said, and and it's funny because we're going to start a travel series uh, on the podcast and for Gym Life Media, we're going to travel, we want to say around the country, but we'll probably stay in the Midwest at first and we'll see how things go. But coming up in June, we're going to make a trip down to York and Rogue and we're going to try to hop into West Side. We're going to end up down at Carbon Culture in Tennessee with Daniel Rijov. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's a mad bench presser, right? So we're going to make these trips because every one of these gyms, especially like these small, even like you said, even 24 hour fitness, but especially yeah. like these small, no name, non-franchise gyms. If you walk in and go, hey, who's the guy here? There's a legend in that gym, right? Yeah. That he's, yeah. he's probably 45 to 50 years old. Yep. You know, he reps 800. Nobody's ever seen it, but he does mm-hmm. it right. And like he's never been on Instagram. Um, and there's, dude, there's always that one or two guys out there. And the concept behind our podcast originally was to start with that. Now, 
we've also grown and we've had some bigger name athletes on. We had John Anderson on. Yeah. Um, we had Rhea Lovelace from over in England. They're literally pound for pound the strongest woman in the world. Yeah. Um, but we still like we just did an, an episode with Sean McHugh, who he yeah he was a Super Bowl champion tight end. He's also a world class power lifter that nobody knows that he power lifts. Right. He's, yeah. he's ranked in the top twenty in the world for raw yeah. with wraps. You know, and and nobody knows that he even power lifts. So uh, we like bringing those guys on and and talking about those guys because ultimately our goal and i think this is everyone's goal eventually yes we all start out wanting to get chicks or wanting to get huge or whatever it is right but at the end of it we want to bring as many people into this culture as we can um and and ultimately that's our goal is to expose all of these regular people who are doing phenomenal things to everybody else so they can go hey man like i can do it too yeah maybe powerlifting's not your thing maybe strongman's not your thing but we brought in uh, another podcast onto gym life media whose focuses more on lifestyle right she's a mom they run a business she works out 20 minutes a day and stays in phenomenal shape so she reaches out to those type of people and that's really what it's all about and and plus, man, we just having a whole shit ton of fun doing it, dude. Like, like we we talked about before. I just love meeting people, sharing stories, sharing ideas, helping everybody grow. Like, that's my passion. That's my my purpose and my drive in life. I coached little league baseball because I loved helping kids grow. Right. I I, I started a gym because I loved helping people transform their body and and grow. And um, I've started multiple businesses and I've helped people start businesses because I like to see people grow. So that's really what it is for me is about really just helping people and and all of us just raising our status, you know, to whatever it is that you want, you know. Yeah, no, no, that's exactly it. Like that's one of those things is like uh, when you come to podcasting. <clears throat> And you start doing the thing, all of a sudden you you find that niche where it's like, you know, what? I enjoy doing this. And just like he said, you you know, I, you love helping people. You love helping people grow, you know, with the, the all the bullshit of life and everything that I've gone through just for myself. That That's one of the th my main things I focus on this podcast is me just putting out the knowledge and experience that I have yeah. to share with people. Because, you know what? Uh, one person's mistakes can be another person's like, oh, I seen that. You know what? I heard about it. Let me either not do that or I, let me figure out what the problem is because, you know, I kind of have the answer. Yeah. And that's one of those things that that need to be highlighted and shown, you know, and um, and one of the things that I love, like working out is life working out. I like if I couldn't work out, if I couldn't train, I would just freaking go insane because like the, <laughs> with everything that I've with the people that I've come in contact with through this podcast, through going to the gyms, going to different gyms, because every, you know, uh, you know, I live in the Bay Area. And I have a plethora of gyms around me where I can, like, I'm going to legs here. I'm going to do shoulders here. I'm going to go do back here because every gym, no matter what, has a specific set of mm -hmm. things that other gyms don't have. And it's always weird how it works out like that because, like, oh, this place has all the good leg equipment. This place has all the good chest, you know, back, shoulders, whatever, whatever you're trying to work out. Each gym seems to be specialized in something. And that's usually due to like the gym owner being that's like, the owner. I, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's like my back's messed up or, you know, I, I always wanted big legs. So they just have the right equipment for specific days. And so I would always travel to these different gyms, you know, like whether it's an hour, hour and a half, 15 minutes, it doesn't matter. I would go there because I knew I wanted that specific workout. But the techniques I would pick up from the people that trained at those gyms, because I would always be that guy like, hey, I seen you doing this. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Why? You know, like and then like then it, it the people that are really about it will explain it to you. Those literally and I always hate to stop people in the workouts. But the thing is, is sometimes if I don't ask, I'll never fucking know. Right. And so like people, I learned how to preload my muscles when I train my legs. I learned how to really engage the chest just by asking these questions, by seeing these people there. And, you know, that's always one of those things about the gym life that I always loved is like true lifters, real lifters will be like, no, let, let, let me pass this knowledge on. So you yeah. learn this new technique to add to your arsenal and you're like, God damn it. And that's something I've always loved sharing and training with. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's funny that you say that because my gym, I also own a gym. It's the small training facility focused around strongman and powerlifting. But we also have a, a personal trainer that um, works a lot with, uh, um, you know, just general fitness and health and fitness and stuff. But uh, one whole side of my gym is like legs because I'm a squatter. I, I'm not a good bench presser. I'm an OK deadlifter. But squat is my thing. So one whole side is like I got I got my equipment that people literally like 
three people in the country have and one of them is brian shaw right like <laughs> because, because i love legs and then like the other side is like everything else i got one back machine one chest you know like two bench yeah. presses you know it's kind of funny if you come into my gym but yeah man that's the truth though when you talk about i try to tell people this all the time you know if you're trying to lose weight this idea that you got to be in shape before you go to the gym is just asinine. That is stupid. Get to the gym, get walking because the stuff you're going to pick up there is going to accelerate your, your progress and your learning because true lifters, like you said, true gym people, true gym lifers really like stop me in the middle of my set, dude. I will glad we love to talk about this shit. That's why we do a podcast. We yeah. fucking love to talk about it. So if you come and ask me like, why are you doing that? you might not get to your workout for half an hour because I'm going to fucking tell you every reason why I lock out my tricep on my bicep curls, right? Like yeah. full fucking range of motion. We're going to go through the whole thing. And, the, and, and so I really encourage people to do that and, um, you know, just get to the gym. It's the same thing with podcasting, right? Just there's never a fucking perfect time to do anything in your life. If you if you're waiting to have a kid because you want to have more money, you're never going to have enough fucking money. I'll tell you that yep. I got four kids. You can never save them enough. It's impossible. Exactly. If you're waiting to have the right lifestyle to to fit the gym in. You're never going to get to the fucking gym. And if you're waiting to have enough knowledge to start a podcast, you're never going to fucking have enough knowledge. Jump in and that stuff's going to start coming to you. I learned more starting my gym and starting my podcast in the year that I've been doing that, then I did the 37 other years leading up to it, hands down. I mean, Terry, no, that's how it goes. There's no true time to start. It's just dive head the fuck in. Yeah. You know what? Like, it's, it's one thing I always say on my podcast is, look, if you got a fucking wild hair up your ass, get fucking going. If you wake up feeling motivated, get up and fucking going. Yeah. If you feel today is going to be a good day, guess the fuck what? It's a good day to start. Yep. You know, and and that's how people need to look at it. You know, say so that's one of those things about the gym life. You know, like when you wake up, you might feel like shit, but as soon as you get that cup of coffee, and as soon as you start making that approach, it's like this wind up. All of a sudden, you're getting anxious. You're getting fucking like all jacked and juiced because you're ready. You're like, oh, I know I'm about to do something fun. I know I'm about to do something great. And that feeling is the exact same feeling of like I'm not sure. I was like, yeah. no, it, it, yeah. just fuck it. You 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 get wind up and then you fucking take off and guess the fuck what? You feel great after. For sure. I tell people this all that. So the mind is a big part of what I do in training clients and athletes because prior military, the one thing that I learned being in the army, like especially in basic training for the army was they don't teach you shit. All they do is teach you how to control your mental state, right? That's what the entire basic training is about. Yes, there's some physical attributes to it, but more so it's about learning that the mind is much more powerful than you fucking think it is. So I, I bring a lot of that into my training athletes, and it's you, you hit it right on the head. Fear and excitement are the exact same emotion. It's the exact same physical response in the body. The difference is, is how your brain interprets it, right? So yeah. if you were afraid of doing something, Literally, you can think about being excited about it, and it's the same fucking thing. So you can go and you can just go and hammer it out. But um, I have a routine in the morning that kind of keeps make sure my days are kind of set. Like I have a gym routine, so I, I'm switching my mind on that I'm it's gym time, you know. But yeah. there's days that, like you said, I'm like fuck it, dude, I'm not doing it today, and I'll sit down on the chair. I'm not feeling it. But even then, as I'll continue to do my morning routine, and by the time I'm at the end of my morning routine, I'm like it's fucking go time, baby. It's because I have that routine built in and, and, and your body is a habit and your brain is designed to protect your body so you can actually you can actually uh trick your brain into into doing things that you don't want to do right because physiolog physiologically our brain is designed for survival and so like if anything feels off or you feel tired or you feel weak your brain's going to literally shut down the response to the muscles and it's the same thing with just getting up and going your brain will shut your body down and it, you will not have the endorphins and things like that to get to the gym so you can teach yourself no fuck that we're going to go and your yep. brain will actually switch that shit back on and you're ready to go so just jump yeah, into stuff, man. Jump into life. Fucking, there's a lot of life out there to explore. Just fucking jump into it. <laughs> exactly. No, it's, it's like for those who can't, you know, like uh, for the majority of the, my listeners, stuff like that, we all get up at the almost the exact same time every day. It does not matter because, yep. you know, like we're all in tune. Like I got to get up. I got to get ready for it. And even on your day off, guess what you're going to fucking do? And so it's all about practicing what you're doing. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like, just like you said, you could trick your mind. And the, and the thing is, is it takes practice to trick that mind. For sure. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it takes so much time and effort to be like, nope, I don't care. This is what I do. And you're, cause like, I, I've definitely had those days where like my body's like, Oh, you know, like we're, you were definitely burnt the fuck out. Yeah. But because we're burnt the fuck out, take it easy. Just, just like, oh, well, I got to get up and have my coffee. Well, I got to get up and have something to eat. I got to get up and take my vitamins. I got to get up and get my day going so I can at least be ready just in case. And the next thing you know, just like you said, you're you're, you're driving it. halfway to the gym. Like, oh shit, I didn't realize that I stuck <laughs> to my routine because this is an everyday thing. How many of us have been on autopilot past our exits because we're automatically going somewhere, you know? hundred percent. <laughs> yeah. You're used to driving that same route to your house and then, you know, but you're trying to go somewhere else. You end up passing it and end up at your house. You're like, fuck, I was trying to get to Walmart. Like, how did that happen? And that's your brain, <laughs> man. And it's, how many of us have had gone to the gym and been like, oh man, I'm sore. I'm tired. I'm just going to get a light workout in. And in the middle of our sets, we're fucking cranking it out, that's right? It. Pump it. Yeah. And it's because our, it's not our muscles. Yeah. We're tired, but it's our muscles have a gigantic capacity. It's our brain protecting our body. It's our protecting our joints and our vital organs and our, you know, mental health and things like that. So you get into it and all of a sudden you're like, I need more weight. I need more weight. But 30 minutes ago, you're like, I'm not going to the gym because I'm fucking sore. But now you're having the best workout of your, your fucking week, you know? So it's just trying to get out of your own way, dude. Like we are our own worst enemies. People always say that, but I want people to really fucking understand that. Like, and I didn't until I went through the military when I was in the military. Like I remember just going through the motions, man. I was like, I can't do this sucks. I can't do this anymore. And I told a story not too long ago. Drill Sergeant was having us do overhead claps. Right. Yeah. And like, I don't know, 20 minutes into this thing, I couldn't lift my fucking arms, dude. Just the no weight, just straight fucking overhead claps. And my drill sergeant comes up to me, you know, nose to nose. They were still allowed to do that at the yeah. time. Now they got to stand like <laughs> 10 feet away, but nose to nose. And he goes, he goes, you're telling me private, you can't hold up your own motherfucking arms. And I was like, yeah, so you're right. And I just fucking started overhead clapping again. And it wasn't because my muscles were tired. It wasn't because I was at muscle failure. Most motherfuckers that train in the gym cannot get to muscle failure. They get to brain failure. You can't, it, muscle failure is very hard to get to. But it was just that mentality switch that, you know, like I had to learn. And I wish people really explored that in themselves. And a lot of people talk about this. There's a lot of uh, high-level athletes that talk about reaching that puking point. You don't know what an RPE 10 is until you've, yeah. you've thrown up, right? I tell people all the time, I never hit an RPE 10 because I plan for an RPE 10 to screw me into the ground if it's a squat, right? That's an RPE yeah. 10. I've never hit that number. But you have a lot more than you think you do. Just, just fucking jump into these things and reach out to these people, man. Reach out to me. You know, Reach out to you, these people that have been doing it. We're going to give you our opinion, our advice, and then go do whatever the fuck you want. We don't know everything either. I'll tell you that right now. I'll be the first one to tell you. I fucking have a ton to learn. And if you live your life trying to learn lessons, you will never fail. I'm not trying to succeed. I'm not trying to win. I'm trying to learn a lesson today. And if, I, if you live your life learning a lesson... You will never fail. No, and that's the truth, you know. And then and talk about like uh, muscle failure. Let's tell you a quick story. Um, two things that I've always had, uh, you know, when I was younger, my back always hurt me, and I just and I'm being six five, my legs, uh, I always felt needed to be huge to match my upper body, and it just always was what it was. And so um, I used to do a three hundred rep set, and the what we do is we start off in the bar move up to the 10 move up to the 25 and move up to the 35 move up to the 45 and then um we basically get all the way to 315 and then walk it all the way back down right yep all in one set and uh we but we would also do it with a spotter where um you know like we'll help you with the last couple of reps just to pump it out you know and I, it's always funny because I could fucking monster through this set and it would literally, we'd be in the gym for maybe about a half hour, 45 minutes. And that's be the only thing we did. We kind of warm up the joints, get the, get the quads and the hams warmed up before we would start, you know, a little leg extensions, you know, laying down leg curls. And then when we do this set, but um, my brother. As humans we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One time we were going through the set, and he literally just falls. Like, he he racks it, and as soon as he racks it, falls to the floor. He's like, I, I can't. I can't get up. And, like, I literally, like, he it was to the point where, like, he couldn't really get up, so I had to pick him up, drag him, put him on the set, uh, on the seat, so he could sit down because he literally pushed it to fail. And right. my, uh, I'm six five, but my, my brother, he's only like five five. I think five six five five. You know, he's not really okay, not as tall as I am. But I just thought it was hilarious because it's just like he's just like ah, can't do it. <laughs> you know, like, ah, you know, who's only halfway through, and I'm yelling, and this is like maybe 3.30 in the morning, there's a couple of people in the gym and I'm screaming my ass off at him because he doesn't want to get up and he doesn't want to finish his set. And he's just like, but, but, but I can't move. And I'm like, girl, oh. and I'm like, you can literally hear, yeah, you can literally hear my voice echoing in the gym because it's so empty. Right. And it was just so hilarious because I just remember it, like the, the look on his face, like he like, you, you could see he wanted to cry. But he was like, I'm not going to cry. I got this. <laughs> Leg days can make a lot of people cry. Yeah, and it's, not, it. it's not that it's impossible to get to muscle failure. But if you think about the muscular skeletal makeup of our body, muscle, fa- muscle failure would actually be essentially a giant cramp, right? Yeah. That's muscle failure because your muscle yep. is still working, right? So actually getting to muscle failure, physically getting to real muscle failure is almost fucking impossible. Yeah. Um, it's mostly mental now. Obviously, I don't ever suggest you get to full-on fucking muscle failure. And there's times you get to what we call muscle failure in the gym, yeah. right? And that's usually with a certain load and things like yeah. that. Time um, under tension. All time, yeah, exactly. Okay, I can't do it with a three-second concentric anymore, a three-second eccentric anymore. Yeah. That's muscle failure for that set. And that's totally acceptable. But most people just, they look at it the wrong way. And I think we just look at life the wrong way, man. Like, I live my life by one simple motto, and it comes from Van Wilder, because I, I fucking love <laughs> comedies. And it's, don't take life too seriously. You're never going to make it out alive anyways. Like, like, if you want to do something, fucking go do it. You hate your job, go get another one, dude. This is not that hard. You're going to survive. People will help you. There's a community of people who have done exactly what you want to do. And the last thing I want to make sure that we get in here, man, is if someone else has done something and they were successful at it, that doesn't mean you can't do it too. That is a proof of concept, and that means you should absolutely fucking do it. It doesn't mean don't do it. Well, somebody else has already done it. Yeah, that means you can also succeed, dude. There's so many people. It's just like the podcasting. What do we say? Four million fucking gym podcasts out there. Yeah. And I started one last year, right? You can still succeed fucking doing it. So yeah. And, uh, quick, a uh, quick trivia on that Van Wilder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's Burt Kreischer's life story that he sold the rights to his life story. Really. Yeah, I didn't know that. My wife told it to me either. yesterday. She's like, you know, Van Wilder? Because he said it on a few of his podcasts, which I've never heard those ones and say it. But he's like, Van Wilder is the my life rights. I, I sold my story, and they made it into a movie. I was like, That's holy fucking shit. awesome, dude. I love that. I love, I love, com- I love stupid comedy because oh, so I spend I. my day, like, I spend my days overanalyzing, right? I'll literally be writing code for websites and thinking about my business. Like I said, I own a gym. We own the media company. And so when I come home and watch something, I don't want to have to fucking think, dude. I want it to be the dumbest fucking comedy. (laughs) Like My wife's like, I want to watch a documentary. I'm like, 
I want to watch Beavis and Buttheads do America. <laughs> like, <that's it. laughs> See that, that act the uh, eight or late '80s, early '90s action movies. That's my go-to when I get those okay. times. I'm like, look, I don't need it to be real. Little I just bad need boys to for be lost little bad boys. in the action. You know, <laughs> little Steven Seagal. You know, oh, little Van Dam. Yeah. You know, and I have a I Van Dam. I have a Van Damme story, man. That guy's a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like that. You know, it's not the first time I've heard that. So he was filming a Double Impact. And at the time, I lived in Arizona. I oh, love that movie. Yeah. So at the time, I lived in Arizona uh, in a small town called Dolan Springs. And the bus scene, I don't know if you remember, but they're like, they have two buses that are like racing through the desert. Yeah. And they're like fighting each other. So that scene was filmed about a mile from my school on a dry lake bed out there. A lot of movies were actually like Mars yeah. Attacks was filmed out there. A lot. It's a huge dry lake bed. So a lot of movies are filmed out there. And I skipped school that day and rode my bike out to the fucking to the, the dry lake bed to meet yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme because I was a huge fan as a kid. Completely fucking ignored me. I was the only one out there. Completely yeah. fucking ignored me. Oh. And I was like, you son of a bitch. I still watched every movie he ever made. Yeah, but. Still, yeah, yeah, no, no. You know, he's not a good person, but goddamn it, he can but he's a good an actor. action movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. The um, yeah, that's my go-to. Like, uh, and you know, like even with this podcast, I actually do a few other podcasts. Yeah, I knew um, that. I looked at I looked at some of them. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. You know, I do yeah. your uh your dad's action movie podcast. And then um, I also do uh, your uh, I Married a Bigfoot with my wife. Yep. And then, you know, and then plus uh, Legends of Iron. Uh, for those who don't know, Legends of Iron is uh, John Anderson, Nick Best and Akeem Williams coming together and just basically interviewing everybody. But, you know, then that's the producer. That's my producer side is, is doing that, because like uh, when I started doing um, I just do my regular podcast and, the, the, you know, Angry Dad podcast is the flagship and. I want to say it was July of last year. Uh, John Anderson actually reached out to me. He's like, hey, I'll, can I come on your show? I'm like, fuck, yeah, you can, man. Come on, bro. Because he, he's from the Bay Area. I'm from mm. the Bay Area. Yeah. And he he's a local legend around here. I'm talking about, you know, uh, New Japan wrestling, international strongman champion, IFBB bodybuilder. This yeah, dude's got the biggest trash in the game. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I was like, like, I was blown away. He even reached out to me. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so um, when I had him on, you know, he's like, you know, I really like your show. I like the message because we, me and him talk the same message. You know, if, if you listen to John, you know, you're basically almost listening to exactly what I'm saying. And then he's all, he, he actually asked for a reoccurring spot. So we ended up doing like one Monday a month and then it ended up being two Mondays a month. So me and John do, um, Every other week we do a Monday, Monday motivation podcast together. It's quick, simple, short. And, you know, it's just like um, one of those things is like, you know, w once he came on, like all of a sudden I started getting a little more steam. And next thing you know, like, um, you know, I'm talking about like almost ha six months in. He's like, he asked me to be the producer for a show because he was just like, look, I'm doing this because he kept mentioning the project to me, but right. he didn't have no one to run it. And then when he finally asked me to run it, I was like, fuck, yeah, I'd do that. And then next thing you know, you know, that, that, that but that just like we're talking about, that's how success happens. It, it yep. comes naturally out of nowhere because all you're doing is working towards what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Look, I say all the time, luck is, you know, when preparation meets opportunity, right? We're preparing ourselves, doing our podcast so that when an opportunity like that presents itself, I have the ability to fucking jump on it. Right. If yeah. I had never done a podcast and John Anderson asked me to produce his show, I have to fucking tell him no. Right. But yeah, we actually had John Anderson on our show too. Kind of a similar thing. He was, it was so funny, dude. This is, this is who John Anderson is. So I, I posted a video of me like, shoulder pressing who the fuck knows 135 weak ass pounds right in the words <laughs> of ronnie coleman uh 135 weak ass pounds and john anderson messaged me he goes hey great fucking job bro and i was like i talked to, I, I called joe and i go this motherfucking legend just messaged me to tell me how good of my workout was i was like what the fuck is going on so yeah. I, I messaged him back and we bullshitted for a while and I asked him to come on the show and he was like, yeah, for sure. And, and like I said, I followed him too. I knew who he was, but his traps, dude, that his traps are the only traps on the planet that have a biceps peak. I don't know how yeah. the fuck he did that, but <laughs> hey, hey, I've talked to him great lengths at how he did that. And you know what he told me? Standing military presses. Really? That's it. He's all yes. I was, uh, I military. I military pressed my traps to be that big. He was just like, God. for some odd reason, when I military press, 
it it they make them grow. Yeah, <laughs> he just the fuckers touch his ears. That's if fucking it's crazy. If they do, <laughs> and like I said, he hey, he he's just hit fifty years old. Yeah, still looks like a fucking maniac. You know what I'm saying, bro? We just talked about it on our podcast last episode. I think uh, Olympia's bringing back the Masters class. I was like, oh yeah. John Anderson, well, I know he's going to do open again, he said, but yeah. motherfucker, you need to jump in the Olympia 50 Masters, dude. Oh, like, yeah, why no, no, not? no, trust me. That, 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 <laughs> yeah, the, the, there's all that talk right now of them bringing back the Masters, and then everyone's talking about Dexter coming back. I'm like, look, Dexter, retired, retired. He ain't going to do right. the Masters. He's already downsized. But the thing is, is like uh, John usually, you know, he does the the the, uh, the legacy legend, and he does, not legacy legend, I'm trying to, he does the, the Masters, though. And he's like, he'd love to, because I, I remember uh, right before COVID hit, I think he was saying that he was going to do it, but then COVID had shut everything down. So he just shut his his peak down because he was going to do the Tahoe show yeah. for Masters. And he's just like, look, I can't, there's no point for me to stay on diet and train if there's going to be no show. Right. So I'd definitely like to see him on the fucking stage again. Bro, for sure. Like that he's in great shape. His fucking oh, deep yeah. water training system is legit. It's a hundred percent the real fucking deal. So oh, yeah, is. for sure. He's gonna he could like he looks like he could compete right now. Like he could literally just oh yeah, yeah. Now he's always fucking in water that, that cup shape. for a week and get on stage, yeah. bro. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's fucking insane how fucking conditioned he is still in. Yeah. You know. That's one thing. I've always been a huge body like it it's funny, like um I originally started training for strongman when I was younger. Okay. I've always been ridiculously fucking strong. You know, at, at the age of 10, I was 5'11". All right. Jeez. Huge. I was a full grown fucking adult as a kid. All right. For no goddamn reason. Always been ridiculously strong, huge fucking, like I could, like uh, before I got hurt, I used to be able to pop apples in my hand and fucking just, you know, you, you ever see those, um, the, the hand grips uh, that they go oh, yeah. about. Oh, 300 pounds. I, yeah, I, I can do a 250 just like, <laughs> like you know, like it like it was nothing. And um, and you know, and just like uh, I was doing strongman, and then uh, I ended up um running into Jay Cutler mm. at uh like a signing. And I knew he was he was came to San Francisco, he was like gonna, you know, he was doing his tour. He had uh, he was still working with BPI at that end at, at that time, and um he was signing autographs, doing all these things. And so I was like, fuck, I want to go meet Jay Cutler. So I went down to go meet Mr. Four-Time Olympia. And um, he seen me and he was like, God damn, bro. Like, you know, he was just like, <laughs> look at you. Look at you. I'm like, you know, and I wasn't like in shape. I was just a gigantic, wide fucking kid. Right. And he uh, he literally took a notepad out. Or it wasn't even a notepad. It was like a booklet he was signing and giving out. He's like, look, he wrote down all this information He's a train like this <laughs> and and fucking and gave me a big old sign autograph poster, all this stuff. He's like, well, don't even worry about, you know, pay, no, here. And, he, and then and I was like, what? And so that's what started off my train, my bodybuilding training is like just this booklet that he gave me. That's that he crazy. Signed, wrote down a whole bunch of notes and information. Cutler's like, Cutler gives it. you a workout. You're like, OK. Yeah, OK. <laughs> okay. And, th and, th and th that changed me into like, you know, like just just like doing bodybuilding training. You know what I'm saying? I was like, that was like my motivation and my inspiration to like literally start itching out my body. That's funny. Yeah. It, it's fucking, it was, it was crazy. And then that actually, uh, because of that turned me into, oh, I, you know, I, I basically had to read information on dieting mm -hmm. because I didn't know how to do it. Cause like before we're strong, man, I'm just eating everything. As many calories just, as fuck. Yeah, possible. exactly. You're just yeah. eating calories, you know? And the yeah. next thing you know, I'm, I'm like, no, I need to lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, to figuring figuring out how to eating and gaining weight is the easy part. <laughs> it's the losing weight, losing weight that's the hard part. So, uh, you know, I, all I ever did was read articles, buy magazines, like figure shit out, and then like um, like it was even more funny. It's like the majority of my diet was I want to say like I was eating like a carnivore style before carnivore mm. was like a real mainstaying thing because like. I was at that moment in time at my biggest, I was eating almost seven pounds of meat a day. Right. Yeah. Just to fucking maintain a 300 pound size with muscle. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's funny is I kind of like got in, I, I got into fitness because I got super overweight and almost died. But, um, I was always a really good squatter. Like when I was in high school, I weighed 132 pounds. My wrists were like this big around, dude. I was tiny and I'm still not a big dude by any means. I'm 205, 210. Um, 
but I was a tiny, tiny dude at my peak. I was 132 pounds. I played uh, outside linebacker because I love to hit people so much <laughs> that my, my coach was like, you're playing linebacker, dude. And I would light fucking dudes up at 132 pounds. But when I was, uh, I, I was going to play football, I was a hundred percent, a hundred percent convinced I was going to play football. Right. And, uh, I used to be a huge Niners fan growing up, um, before until like, I talked about a little bit ago, I grew up in Arizona. So once Arizona got the diamondbacks in like 98, yeah. I switched all my teams to Arizona, but until yeah. then my teams were kind of sporadic, Yeah, huge Niners fan, huge Jerry Rice fan. Well, I ended up meeting Jerry Rice one time. I was think I was 11 or 12 and I asked him, I said, Hey man, like, how do you do this? This is my dream. This is my goal. What, yeah. what should I do? And he told me a bunch of stuff, but the one thing I'd never forgot is he said, focus on your legs they're the first thing to go so i started yeah. fucking like when everybody else got in the gym and started bench pressing because they wanted to get big i started fucking squatting so at 132 pounds in high school i had the high school squat record in my school it was like nice. 405 at fucking 14 years old yeah. dude it was just nasty um and like i said i weighed 130 pounds it was just ridiculous um so i started squatting so i've always had you know legs have always been my foundation and so when I started getting into strength sports, which was literally just like little over a year ago, um, I immediately gravitated towards powerlifting because I was like, I can squat, I can deadlift, yeah. I fix this bench a little bit, we'll, we'll be competitive, you know, still working on fixing the bench a little bit. But um, so I competed all last year in powerlifting. I'm like, I'm like ranked like right in the middle in openpowerlifting.com. I'm like the nice. world, literally the world's most average man on Instagram is because <laughs> I'm like ranked 5,000 out of like 10,000, right? Like it's yeah. like the middle of the fucking road. And then uh, I have obviously a lot of friends and family and guests and stuff in the strongman realm. So this year I'm competing all strongman. Um, and then next year I'm going to switch. And I'm going to do a bodybuilding show. So I'm going to have done each and every. I'm going to do basically what John Anderson did, except for not be a fucking professional at it. Because <laughs> um, that's a fucking crazy. Like, who does that? Who is that? Any, any one of us would be happy to be a professional in any of those sports. That motherfucker went out and was a professional well, in all of them. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, one, in some, in some capacity of that professional level, it's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, you got paid to do this your whole fucking life. God damn you, John oh. Anderson. <laughs> that's it. That is it. Yeah, like, uh, you know, um, when I, you know, what's funny is like, um, I can't even remember the article I read, but um, when I first started training, really training legs, the first thing that I read was for huge legs, you got to have huge hamstrings. So yeah. I used to concentrate so hard on making my hamstrings so fucking massive and shredded. But, um, and it, it come to find out like my body was naturally attuned to heavy hamstring motions. So anything hamstring was like just so easy for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, even when I would leg press and do all these different things with the, just the hamstring focus in on, you know, mo most people are like, Oh yeah, I get it. No, like when leg, leg press is good, but if you can learn how to load your hamstrings on it, yeah, it, it'll fucking put that mass on there. Oh, Same yeah. thing with hex squats. I got a, um, I can't even remember uh, it, it, where the video was posted, but I have, um, uh, I, have a uh, I have a hex squat of 900 pounds. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jeez. And I did it for fucking 10. <laughs> yeah that's you know crazy yeah it's fucking it was insane like even the guy was the guy, like i had two people spotted me on the sides they're like just in case just don't let it crush me yeah that's the same <laughs> thing with, with arms right i tell people all the time you want big arms get big triceps right oh that's, yeah yeah that's, that's where all your arm size come from is your triceps your biceps just add that little hump that everybody sees exactly. your arm size comes from your triceps but all triceps yeah so i i'm i it's kind of a similar thing i always work as i always focused a lot on my calves because i wanted to run jump i'm five foot nine i tell people i'm five ten but i'm five foot nine and even at 38 i can still still grab the rim of a basketball hoop right nice. um i used to be able to dunk in high school and it's because i spent a lot of time on my calves and one of the things that i tell people all the time i hear i can't grow my calves i can't grow my calves yes genetics plays a small part but you can absolutely grow your calves and one of the biggest tips that i give to people when talking about exercising their calves is tire out your hamstrings first because yeah. a lot of people assist their calf exercises with their hamstrings and their glutes unless you're doing seated like you don't you cannot isolate your your calves out yeah. and you cannot you cannot get your uh, hamstrings and your and your glutes out of the equation so go just wreck your fucking hamstrings and glutes and then do your calf exercises now you're working that fucking muscle you know so i have some probably some of the biggest calves uh i, I probably rival most open class bodybuilders in the calf size <laughs> department calves. At, at 210 pounds <laughs> oh yeah no, that's, that, that's how it goes me like uh, I always and people used to always give me shit because like uh, I would do calves after leg day and they're like, why are you going to mess your leg up all the way? I'm like, no, it's because <laughs> just like you said, the pump is there. I just got to get a, a, just a couple of set, a sets in to finish it out. Yeah, I got to get them got to get them worked in, man. It's funny because when I squat, most people are like, are you quad dominant or hamstring dominant? I'm fucking calf dominant, dude. I can feel my calves more in my <laughs> squat than I can any other my leg muscles. I derive from the bottom up, dude. My calves do a whole lot more work than than I think they probably should. But um, I, I can feel my calves and everything that I do. And it's just one of those things. And it's like mind muscle connection, right? I'm always yeah, thinking not about Yeah, 100% calves and, is because when you can feel that mind in that muscle, that that's what that's what's going to that's what's going to light up and fire the most. You know, like um, just like being hamstring when I squat or even when I deadlift, it's 100% my hamstrings all in. Like I literally have, if I want to work on my quads, I literally have to put the weight on the, not the heel, but the ball of my foot. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I will not feel it in my quads. I like, like to get the pump in my quads just from squatting, I'm literally doing partial reps, like, and, and not part, I'm talking about from the bottom up. I can right. literally only go up halfway because as soon as I go up, my quads and my glutes engage and I can't, and, and then it, the, the, my quads are gone. There's yeah, there's yeah. no point, you know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. like, I literally have to practice all these different techniques to get my get to get my quads to engage before I get my 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 hamstrings take over because they just constantly do that when we squat and like even too like uh, one of the things that I ended up doing is I I'd always just squat flat footed, but mm -hmm. what ended up happening is I got uh basically I just bought re the Reeboks uh, lifting shoes just yep. the flat wedges. And because of that, like I, I now I can get the the, the quad fire more. That mm -hmm. that little bit of elevation takes the weight off my hamstrings and puts it right into my quad. So it it, it helps me so fucking much. Yeah, I'm very quad dominant. So like I have the exact opposite. I have a a, a power runner in my gym. I don't know if you ever worked out yeah. on a power runner, but I literally have I have a power runner, a hammer strength lying. A hamstring curl, a Cybex individual kneeling nice. hamstring curl. Yes. I have so much hamstring stuff because my I'm super quad dominant that like I've got to really focus, like isolate my hamstrings if I want any hamstring growth. Um, because I've I've spent so long just in my quads and in my calves running and all that stuff. So I got to get my hamstrings up, but. Um, I have a bunch of random equipment. That's why I said you come down to my gym. One whole side <laughs> is fucking. I have three squat racks. I have a fucking uh, 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 Smith machine, 
three different type of hamstring curls, a leg press, you know, two different types of fucking calf raises. And then you go to the other side, I got a hamstring chest or I got a hammer strength chest press and two bench presses and a couple of dumbbells. Good luck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I actually, I prefer a Buffalo bar when I squat. It, it helps me so much in just, in just the flexion that I'm doing. Cause yeah. like uh, when I, when I roll a standard Olymp uh, Olympic bar, it um, almost throws me off balance. But once I put that Buffalo bar and it, it rests right on my fucking like my rear delts and it mm -hmm. fucking sits perfectly on my fucking trap and it puts me in the perfect position because it, it doesn't hinge and doesn't change my momentum. Yeah. The other good thing that it's for is because because of that curve. You can engage your lats better than you can. In yeah, a, in a you can really. Bar. Yeah, you can unless you're like in. unless you're talon gripping, you can't get your elbows in the same position yeah. as you can a duffalo bar. Exactly. So that duffalo bar is really good for that kind of upper back tension and, and stuff. And, for and sure, that's so. exactly it too. It's like because my shoulders are so wide and sit so high that I'm. It's it, it, two things are going to happen. I either got to touch the plates when I'm squatting, or like I got to literally. Sh you, I'll, I'll put hand straps mm -hmm. and pull it yeah, in yeah. tight just to right. hold it. Otherwise, yeah, most of us at, at at middle age, we have we have shoulder problems that we don't even yeah. know about. Our shoulder flexion and rotation is terrible once we get up to like our thirties, unless we exactly. consistently worked on that body mechanics and stuff. So most of us, like I'm still like I'm still nowhere near where I should be. I see fucking twenty year old kids that are like you know really yeah. in here, and I yeah, wish yeah. I could get that tight. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, and that's one of those things too. Is, uh, is like a, for a lot of first time lifters and first time people that are going to be listening to this. Yeah, you got to literally learn how to lock your body in for a squat because it's just not you loosely holding a bar. Right. It, it once you grip it, you 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 tuck it in, you lock your lash, you pump your chest, and then you brace your stomach. People don't understand what bracing no. is when it comes to when it comes Dude, to lifting because that's how you blow your back out, bro. There's power lifters that have been doing this for years that still don't know, understand what bracing is. They think it is just putting air into your stomach, and that's yeah. not it. It's not. Um, I tell people all the time on that. It's funny because I'm I'm about to do a instructional video for Gym Life Media, and there's a lot of them out there, dude. Go look on YouTube. There's a lot of squat videos, yeah. but I think there's some keys that we've gotten to the point now where there's so much information that we kind of forgot the basics, and everything out there now is advanced information, right? Exactly. If you go look up how to squat, a lot of it is advanced techniques, yeah. and not necessarily where we should the pocket where we should be focusing yeah. all yeah. of our like energy all the placement, time. Placement, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Knee and that, placement. That upper yeah. back tension is one of those things that I, yeah. I so I spot for the USAPL and nice. I, I can I can see it constantly. I see the bar rolling up and down people's yeah. back and I Ugh. see it constantly. It's terrible, right? That and like you said, bracing. Most people think, okay, if I push my stomach out, I'm bracing and they don't realize it's a 360 degree thing, right? You need to yeah. be, you need to be pushing your sides out. Big breath in, push yep. your sides out, which creates that pressure in yep. the lower spine, which supports the spine and then the other thing that people miss is what you said too is the chest most people only now breathe into the into their belt yeah. because that's how they were told to brace you need to get air into your lungs it keeps your rib cage up that's how you yep. keep your torso your torso is not upright in the squat so i don't want to say that's how you keep your torso upright but that's how you keep your uh your upper back which way your, your cervical spine i don't yeah. know other, you keep, from, you keep from curling up. over right yeah so that's how you keep yourself from folding over in a squat is your chest is is your rib cage out right you're still tilted this is your back angle but your yeah. rib cage still needs to be out so to exactly. do that you have to breathe into your lungs people all breathe into their stomach now because west side and louis simmons said put air yeah. in your fucking stomach big stomach yeah. big stomach but now they don't put air in their fucking lungs yeah they forget this part and people do this in the squat yep. now that's that, that that curl over you know what yep. i'm saying it's one of the things like uh you know um i had a small group of my friends that i trained and they're all fucking monsters now but the thing is is like one thing i would always point out to them like look right here chest up chest yeah. up and they'd be like what do you mean chest up i'm like you're gonna when you brace you literally brace your chest like you flex your chest you fucking lock in your lats and then you're bringing it up so yeah. and when you do that it automatically puts you in this neutral position yep. that puts you in this position for perfect like lifting technique for everything so it's always square feet uh square foot toes forward near slightly bent and you once you like i said breathe into your lungs chest pulls up and when it pulls up it fucking locks you into a position so no matter what you're doing or exercising it's you're literally in the perfect position to engage every muscle right. and i cannot show same thing when you sit down same thing when you stand up like i, I always pointed out because that little that little breathe into your lungs 
Mm -hmm. Pull that chest up, and it literally pulls your shoulders back into the right position right. for everything. Yeah, and I, I started changing the cue on that because I started changing the cue with the chest because people used to say chest up, chest up, and that's yeah. how I was taught in high school, right? And what yeah. happened is, is our back angle started getting more vertical. We started yeah. losing depth, and so I started telling people rib cage out there because it's it's the same thing, but now yeah. I'm not changing my back angle. Now I have yeah. that lower lumbar curvature that we're supposed to have that neutral lower lumbar curvature yeah. and the easiest way to do this guys if you want to know i'll give you the technique right now you get strapped in right you get your lats locked in you get your fucking lats cranked down everything tight when we say stay tight if you're underneath the bar on a squat it is not a comfortable position it shouldn't yep. be painful but you ain't fucking comfortable i'll tell exactly. you that right and you breathe in i like to breathe into my stomach first and get my brace so i'll breathe in right i'll be like get my brace push out 360 degrees and then my last breath is through my nose into my lungs so i'll go and now my chest is up my rib cage is go. out right and then i'll squat i'll keep that all the way down and i do not exhale until i'm fucking finishing that motherfucker and that's it because of that when i'm doing a lot of reps sometimes i get dizzy around rep four or five or six <laughs> <laughs> but that's what i'm saying though is like that's how you get that, that, that that's how you teach yourself these techniques to to be able to engage it every time you know what i'm yeah. saying it's just like it, it, it i see it so often when i would go to the gym and like i said and the one thing too is like um with younger people young kids you notice no one ever wants to take advice but also too like you know uh, it, most people don't know who we are when we go to a regular gym or a regular right. they're like who the fuck are you who are you right. to tell me anything i was like i'm just a person of experience telling you not to hurt yourself yeah. But, you know, a lot of times they're like, no, you can't tell me anything. I'm not going to, I don't, you know, I'm like, whatever. Like, yeah. Well, I was hey. watching, I was watching, uh, you know, I watched uh, Ronnie Coleman and he told me this is how I squat. Motherfucker, Ronnie Coleman understands these basics. Yeah. And then he added these advanced techniques. And that's exactly. what I try to tell people. Like, what's out there now, because we have so much information, what's out there now should be considered advanced lifting techniques. Yep. And if you aren't mastering these beginner things, these intermediate things, those yep. things are just going to get you hurt. I just had a kid yesterday. He showed me a squat video. He's not squatting a lot. He's in, he's in college. Yeah. Um, he, he squatted. And I said, hey, man, uh, you're shifting all your weight to your right hip in the bottom, right? I said, I don't know if you noticed that or not. Um, he goes, yeah, uh, my left foot placement is different. And I can't fix that. And I'm like, no, 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 we can fucking fix that. And he's like, well, I don't think it's hurting me that much. And I go at 225. It's not, yeah. but you get up to 500 pounds and you shift all your weight to your oh, right yeah, hip. Gonna blow your bro, you're going to blow shit out. <laughs> like, no, it's not hurting you right now at 135 pounds, but you need to fix it now. Quit worrying exactly. about all the other shit, the spread the floor technique and all these other things and fix this shit. And that's going to make your shit go up. And then when you get to a plateau, then we'll start talking about these fucking how do you these things that get these big boys up to where they're at, you know? Exactly. So Exactly. Now, uh, you were more of a front squatter or are you just like the back squat? I'm a back squatter. Man. I started front squatting for strongman. Uh, it's quintessential for strongman training with, you know, sandbag loading yeah. and log pressing and front squatting is just necessary. So I started, I started front squatting a lot more zerker squats, stuff like that. Um, but I'm a I'm a back squatter. Uh, my my front squat, my zerker squat is uh, is pretty fucking uh, embarrassing. Uh, I don't want to talk right about it. <laughs> it's, it's, it the front squat is one of those things that like you know it it's it, it even on a leg day it's like oh I really don't want to do that. But you know it's like I have to at least do a few. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to man? go actually right after this. I'm about to go probably go hit some i got leg day today so i'm gonna hit some probably some zerker squats and things like that there you go i yeah, am not good at them yeah you know it's, it's not too often i run into somebody like i've only seen one person and it, just is just like I said we go, this is going to circle back around to gym legends i seen this one guy walk in throw 405 and front squat and i'm like yeah like he, and he did it like it was nothing. It's like funny. It nothing. You watch him loading plates and you're kind yeah. of in the background going, yeah. this motherfucker is okay. about to die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and he grabs it. And he's just boo, 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 boo. Like, like if it's like if it's 135 and I'm like, right. like, all right, bro. Yeah. All right. So, you know, say some some legends are created like that. Yeah, I tend to I tend to try to find my weakest point and then I try to exploit those as much as I can. So my front squat's pretty bad. Um, I have the I have the ability to move weight. And that's why I'm actually trying strongman out this year because in powerlifting, I'm kind of average. But when we're in the gym uh, on Saturdays, we do some strongman Saturdays and we do all these other events. And um, I have the ability to just move weight. And, and, and 
powerlifting is so technique focused. Yeah. Um, you have to be kind of in the pocket just because of the commands and, and the pauses and all those things. Whereas strongman's a lot more kind of any means necessary. There's a exactly. lot of technique. There's a lot of fucking technique. But oh, yeah. at the end of the day, get that fucking weight over your head, right? Yeah. That's the yeah. goal. At the end of the day, it's brute strength. It's brute strength, right? And I have that brute, brute strength for sure uh, in, in some areas. So I tend to find the areas that I'm lacking in, like my triceps. If I'm lacking in locking out on the log, it's a tricep thing or, or things like that. So um, I again, it goes back to that live my life as lessons, right? I'm looking for lessons throughout the day. If I fail a lift, I start and I record them. I post them on Instagram, blah, blah. It has nothing to do with fame. I do it because I want to see where I failed so I can beat the living fuck out of that and That's never it. fail at that point again. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, bro. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Well, you know, we're about to hit an hour, brother. Bro, Thank yeah. Coming on. It fucking flew the fuck by. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, let the people know where to find you. Yeah, for sure. So on Instagram, you can find me personally uh, at World's Most Average Man. Um, you can find Gym Life Media on Instagram as well as the Gym Life Podcast on Instagram. Um, we just launched a website, gymlife.media. Um, that's where we're going to house everything kind of all in one place because like, like you, we have multiple podcasts coming on. We've got content creators coming in. We're going to start writing news articles. We've got live streams coming in, um, and we're going to try to house all that in one spot. It's going to end up all on YouTube. All the video stuff will for sure, but you, that's going to get messy pretty quick. Um, yeah. So our website will kind of have it much more organized than that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so you, Gym Life Podcast on Instagram, Gym Life uh, Media on Instagram, and then uh, World's Most Average Man on Instagram if you want to follow for some stupid shit because I do stupid shit. <laughs> and I will put all your links in the notes for those who want to check it out and follow and all that stuff. And um, guess the fuck what? It is the end of the day for us. Boom. You know what I'm saying? I'm already tired. It's actually really early. It's only eight. Uh, well, at your time, I believe it's noon. It's, uh, noon. So at my time, it's uh, nine o'clock and I still got a whole bunch of shit I got to fucking do. Yeah, I got to go hit but, the gym. <laughs> and then I, I plan to take the day off, but it's starting to look like the day is going to get filled again. That's how my life yeah. goes, man. That's it. it, it me turn right now. That's just how it goes. That's just <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> so guess the fuck what? We'll see y'all motherfuckers on the next one. You want to watch my shit? IGTV, YouTube. You want to listen to a Spreaker, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Podcast, being SoundCloud, Deezer, iHeartRadio, this motherfucker's everywhere. You can easily fucking find it. Rate, review, like, subscribe, all that bullshit. I'm also part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network, a group of powerful podcasters out there sharing their shit. InnerCirclePN.com will take you every one of our websites, every one of our shows, every one of our platforms. We have shows of Creatures of the Night, The Hood Diner, Untrained Eye, The Plunge, Failing Hollywood, Simmons and More Podcast. Shit happens when you party naked on, on Patreon slash Team Elmy because it's too hot for the fucking internet. And we'll see y'all motherfuckers on the next one. Fuck. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.